Yeah, me too. Well, let me rephrase. Been a while since I, I've heard it while we were getting ready to do a show. I, I finished yes. editing one there the other day, and of course, people that listen—that's the—that's the recent one that just came out. But as far as recording an actual podcast, this is the first one since what November? Uh, I think early November was the last one that we've uh, recorded and put out. What? Yeah. Well, yeah. No, no. no uh, it was. Um... Me and you recorded one Thanksgiving night, and that was that bonus episode that you just put out not long ago. Bonus episode. Thanksgiving night. Didn't we remember us or... I remember we all started in on one, and it kind of, it kind of went a bit sideways. <laughs> but it, I don't remember. Did. I didn't. Was that... I didn't know if you cut... I didn't know if you cut that down and was going to end up using that or not. No, the one that we just put out was one that uh, me and you, you were on the phone. And... Oh, okay, gotcha. Lord, I don't even remember what we talked about. Mm, this, this I don't, don't either. This, does, this doesn't speak good for me. I just I just edited the thing, and I don't remember what. <laughs> <laughs> and you don't remember what it's about. I, have, I haven't even got to listen to that one yet. Yeah, well, I have, but, but obviously anyway. it's extremely interesting because it really stuck with me. <laughs> <laughs> that was one of our best ones. Yes, it was. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was. Oh, One of the good things hey. to see, though, is our audience did not leave. They're they're back. Y'all still listening? So that's that's a that's a good sign. Well, hey, you know they do say that uh, absence makes the heart grow fonder. So maybe we'll uh, maybe they miss us and they'll start hanging around a little more. And, mm-hmm. uh, maybe promoting it a little bit more for us. There you are. There you are. I have started using uh, trying to use social media more. I am terrible at like using social media at least in an effective way oh i am too because for one thing a lot of the people that use it and try to get popular on there they look mm-hmm. like they look like dorks oh they look they look like you sound <laughs> well, i was going to use the word retarded but we all know that. There's a lot of people that don't like that word. That's not politically correct. But uh, screw retarded, you know? Come on. Yeah. No. Uh, no. Uh, where was I going? Maybe we should tell everybody where we've been. This is you... my first time back in a while. Give me a... yeah why don't you explain to them why we ain't been around for a while well so what was i saying again i had totally (laughs) lost all train of thought there did you have a stroke on on the podcast (laughs) i may have i did fart so hard that it kind of interrupted everything (laughs) (laughs) put way too much force (laughs) in it (laughs) <laughs> oh man, it cracked my back and my head started hurting. Next thing I know, I was talking weird. And, oh my goodness. Oh my no, lord. Uh, uh, anyway, so yes, it has been a long time since, we, since we've been on. We've just been, we, man, we've just been so busy. I, I know I've talked to you and you talked about how busy you was. And yeah. Just one thing right after another. So. Well, it, it just felt like it was one of those things. I remember telling you, I got busy, but I. Couldn't really figure out why. 
Like it yeah. didn't seem yeah. like, like I couldn't point to you and be like, yes, you know, I'm, I'm building three houses. That's why I'm, I, I couldn't point <laughs> yeah. to one thing. It was just like, yeah, I, it was, yeah. Yeah, I'm still getting zero done, but I'm just busier. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think around the holiday season, when you start getting into that time, like there's just a lot of things. I mean, for me anyway, it just seems like a lot of a lot of little things just keep popping up. You yeah. know, you got to do this. You got to get this ready. You got to do that. You got to go buy this. You need, you know, and, and then, you know, we was in Florida for a week there in December. And I'll tell you what, that really threw me a curveball because – like we got back and it was almost Christmas time and we're like, we've not really got many things ready for Christmas yet because we were, you know, getting ready for the trip to Florida. And then once we got back, it was like, boom, there's Christmas. And that, yeah. that was a nightmare. That was a nightmare in itself. But, um, but yeah. So anyway. Yeah. That's, that's where we've been. And, uh, we did have some people reach out and were afraid that, that we were done. Yeah. I think they were afraid that we were done. Um, no. You know, never fear. Put your fears to rest, children. Yeah. Have no fear. Ain't any feelings here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. We that do might have... be a reason to fear. Yes. Yes, it might. Oh. I've actually been trying to think about, like, if I should sit down and try to plan out some interviews for this upcoming mm-hmm. year. You know? And yeah. Yeah. Just kind of figure out, all right, who would we want to have on? And start reaching out because I I have realized that sometimes just reaching out to people that you didn't think would want to be on it they'll they'll say yes 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 in fact we've got uh the uh, what is her name let me look it up here Natalie I think it's Edmonds or something like that the the lady from Bree and Holiness we're going to record yeah. an episode with yeah. her we'll be recording that next week so we've got I'm her really coming on that. yeah I am too. It'd be interesting really to hear to, that. to hear somebody's perspective that so she comes from the the conservative holiness movement. Well, I don't know if it's called conservative holiness, but it's like the holiness movement. But she comes from the Pentecostal side of it, which is yeah. very similar to how we were brought up, Ken. You yes, know, you know that, yes, but it is. but it's the the Pentecostal side and, and mm-hmm. Pentecostal stuff in our church services was absolutely not. <laughs> That's how I oh my, yeah. <laughs> oh well, yeah. They they would say that, but then I can tell you stories, and I'll even tell some if you like of things that were very Pentecostal type in our church services. What do you mean? Well, I mean, for instance, um, now I can't really say with certainty that this is Pentecostal, but I remember um, they were down there praying one night, and they were ta- they were um, they they were praying for a healing. It was so weird, and I feel honestly, I kind of feel strange even talking about it. It is weird, but the this this one dear brother, and I'm not going to mention names. He would he felt like that the enemy was extremely against the healing, which I would I would probably agree with that. Yeah, that seems um, reasonable. Yeah, you know, because obviously, if if you have a huge healing like that, then there's going to be a lot of a lot of people that's going to see a great moving of God, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, a, and a miraculous healing like that. So anyway, I get that, but he would go on to do a, like, um, I remember we had this couch in this prayer room we had, and it was kind of set up like a church service. There was like this couch off to the side. Honestly, I think it was just an old couch that somebody had donated to the camp and it just was, you know, sitting there. And I remember he went over there and he anointed that couch and he anointed like four corners of it. 
to where like nobody um like anointed four corners of it and i remember they were up praying um and he he was like kids get to that couch it's been anointed get to the couch it's a safe spot for him and i remember it's like a little kid i'm like what in the world and, and like mm-hmm. i guess I guess kind of found out later that he was thinking that like if the demons and stuff, I I guess was to uh, float into somebody, maybe it wouldn't hit that couch. And <laughs> I, I'm, I'm serious. Float into... I'm serious. Wow. That's I'm uh, serious. And, that's an and I remember, I remember one time, Oh, it's, it's a thought. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's why um, I say interesting. <laughs> and so Look, I, and I don't, I don't proclaim to know anything about this. Like, like you know, like you know, like a scholar. And I'm like, oh yes, this is gonna. But, but I'm just saying what what they were doing. Yeah, yeah, me too. Um, I'm saying more. I remember one time uh, they were praying with somebody, and uh, I remember they were anointing them, and you know, and stuff. And he looks back, and he's like, if there's any unbelievers in here, you better go because you know because we don't really know what the the uh, forces of the power, you know, whatever. And was going on, and if there's no one that's a believer, and I'm like, I think I'm a Christian, but uh, I'm going to go outside just to be on the safe yeah. side. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're going to play this one safe, boys. <laughs> hey, you can all tell me how this goes later on, because I'm, I'm out. I'm done. Um, so very, very Pentecostal as far as I think like that kind of stuff, just very passionate. Um, running the seat backs and then of course falling and, and, and stuff like that. That was very fun and entertaining to watch. Um, <laughs> uh, one dear brother uh, down there said, uh, he said, I think them folks down there in Southeast Ohio start shouting about 30 minutes before God ever comes. And then God says, well, we better get down there and help them before they all hurt themselves. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, <laughs> Oh, that's funny. So it, it's pretty humorous. But anyway, so they they really, a lot of, uh, even, you know, down in my area, they knocked the, the Pentecostal, you know, and stuff. And, you know, wow, we don't have anything to do with them. But it's like, yeah, but you guys sure act like them. Like, you guys are, you know, you guys do everything but speak in tongues, I guess. Is yeah, it, it was similar in a lot of ways. In fact, I could... I think some people would, uh, when I would tell them, because of course when I was a kid, you know, they'd ask you like, "What church you go to?" And I'd I'd be like, you know, this Holiness Church, whatever, whichever one it was at the time. Yeah. And I think most people would be like, you know, they would kind of start to get the the suspicions, like, "Oh, you're you're one of those wild." Ones. But then you'd have to quickly yeah. say, "No, no, 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 <laughs> we're only no, no, partially wild." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're only we're like a quarter wild. Yeah. <laughs> we weren't born to be wild. We just stumbled our way into it. Born to be wild. <laughs> oh, man. No, no, dude. Um, you're you're 100 percent right, and and I would I would do the same thing, and they'd be like, "You're Pentecostal." No, no, I am not Pentecostal. Yeah, but you got. No, we're not Pentecostal. We don't handle them snakes. <laughs> yeah, because every Pentecostal handles snakes, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Well, dude, that's how a lot of that's how a lot of them acted was. Oh my, them snake handlers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's very few I, that I found out that actually do anything like that. But anyway, you know oh what's, my. what's funny about some of that stuff? There was a guy at work told me, and he's uh, 
he's from down in the southern part of West Virginia. And the southern part of West Virginia gets pretty crazy. Like it's I I have heard that. Yeah, it gets wild down there. And there's some snake handling churches down there. And I asked him about it. I said, Do you ever see any snake handling churches? He's like, Oh, yes, I did. And he's not <laughs> one of those uh kind of Christians, you know, he's not like a snake handling Christian, but he said when he was like three years old, he uh, his family took him to one. Mm -hmm. And he said, I will tell you this. He said, this was something I seen when I was a kid. And he said, I cannot explain it. And they'd went to one of those real wild churches, you know, and he said, this woman started like talking in tongues and stuff. And somebody had like a fire that was built outside mm -hmm. and it was all coals and stuff. And he said, she took her shoes off and walked across that, walked across them burning coals and didn't get hurt once. And he said, that has stuck with me all these years. And so there are some stories that you hear like, it's like, what was that? What in yeah. the world happened yeah. there? You know what I mean? Well, you know, now I would be interested to know, and, I, and this is, I guess, me just being the very, the big skeptic that I am. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I'm, I do that too, yeah. <laughs> Did she walk fast across them hot coals or slow? Because yeah. they say if you walk slow on them, you actually don't stir it up. You know what I'm saying? And it. Uh, yeah, but that would looks like it'd still have to be hot, wouldn't it? I oh, yes, yes, yes. Hey, I don't know. Maybe maybe the woman's a witch. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I think the way I'd do it is just take off running and jump across them. Be like, look at that. Yes, yes. Look at that. Look what I did there. Not only did like I not get white. burnt, my feet didn't touch the ground. <laughs> be, be like, uh, be like Dwight standing in the fire, and I'm gonna stand here until Jesus comes. <laughs> <laughs> Make me manager. Oh, Give me the promotion. <laughs> take me home, Lord. I'm not leaving here until you take me home. Oh, I tell you man. what's interesting too is. I didn't even really mean to get on the subject, but there are some some cool things about it. There was, uh, you, of course, you've heard of Benny Hinn, and so his, it's his nephew. His name is Costi Hinn, and he has left, like the whole Benny Hinn thing. Okay. And uh, he's going to a church now. He's going to. I think they're kind of like reformed, like um, in reformed churches, they don't really believe in any of that at all. Like they're very more. They're very Calvinist, very, um, in fact, okay. depending on which one you talk to, a lot of them believe that, you know, the, the gifts of the Spirit that it talks about uh, have ceased to exist. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So he now approaches it from that perspective, and it, it's pretty cool to hear interviews with him, hear him talk okay. about it. And, okay. And, that is pretty uh, cool. Yeah, like, he, and the thing is, too, he doesn't, he doesn't like just slander his uncle, but you can tell that he's yeah. like, yeah, I just ain't. You know, yeah, just something yeah. you can tell he's not totally on board with that. Yeah, he's. I, I was just listening to an interview with him the other day, and he said that when he was working for his uncle, because his job was one of the guys that would be up on the on the stage in a suit catching people as they fell. Oh my! And he said, "What that, a job!" Yeah, <laughs> and he said that like he was. They were so rich, like freaking rich. I think he said he was driving like he was in. Was he in high school? I think driving like a a BMW or a Beamer or something like that. So we would go to these um, these hotels. Like there's the one, I think, in Dubai that's shaped like the big sail. So we would mm -hmm. go stay in that. It was like, uh, was it, I think it was $28,000 a night. Wow. 
you said just the just the amount of wealth that's involved in that Benny Hinn uh, project is insane. Wow. Is he still really well off? That I don't know. He started feeling. Uh, I think he 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 started feeling like it wasn't good, and and he he left it. Now his dad his wow. dad is still like he's still a believer in it from what I understand. But what's interesting gotcha. is that him and his dad still have a good relationship because his dad is Benny Hinn's brother. But he's like, so yeah. we still have a good relationship. I mean, obviously, it would have to be a little bit strained because he even wrote a book about a lot of it. So, oh wow, that would make uh, Christmas Man. gatherings a little. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it would. Yeah, it would. Contentious. That uh, that would be a little awkward. Mm-hmm. But. Uh... Man, yeah, that uh, I've seen some of that stuff. That is that is weird stuff, really. That stuff kind of freaks me out a little bit. Yeah, yeah, it, uh, same here. Same I don't know here. if it's just where I'm not used to it, or what. When I watch, because sometimes I'll just pull up videos of Benny Hinn, just see like what's what's going on here, and I'll just get like, yeah, I will literally just get like a freaky feeling, like <sighs> I will get the chills. Yeah. It's odd. It, it is weird, man. It is. It really is. Well, I did. <clears throat> what's funny? There's this other pastor I've been listening to. I guess he's a pastor. Mike Winger is his name, and he was talking about it. And he he actually believes in speaking in tongues, but he's not like um, he does. He's not like hardcore into it. Okay. Like apparently, and I didn't mean for this to be a religious um, episode, but so he <laughs> thinks he thinks that you know there is a thing to, uh, you know with tongues with praying in tongues and all that. And I'm still you know I I. That's a difficult subject, I think. But anyways, he said that, uh, you know, he doesn't believe that everybody has to do it or that everybody should do it. But he said he was at one yeah. of those churches when he was a kid. And um, they had him up there and they was doing the whole praying over him thing. And he was, you know, waiting on him to fall out. And he said, I was standing there and the guy kept praying and praying. And he could hear the guy. So the guy, they told him, so there's going to be this guy standing behind you. And so when you fall, he's going to catch you. And he said he he might tap you like on the shoulder or something so that you know he's there. He said, so I'm standing there, and they just keep praying, and nothing's happening. And he said, I hear the guy standing behind me go like, <sighs> <laughs> he said, he said, so what he did was, he said, finally, I'm standing there. He's like 11 or 12. He said, I'm starting to feel self-conscious. He said, so I see that the guy's back there, and he just falls backwards. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. Oh. Yeah, he faked it. He faked oh, it. <laughs> that is funny, dude. That is funny. Anyway, say, uh, say all that just to oh, say man. that we have uh, we have Natalie from oh. Bree and Holiness. She'll be on. We should be recording that with her next week, so it should be out what the following week, something like that. So I'm, I'm looking forward That's to that. Awesome. I'm really looking forward to that. It was actually funny because uh, my aunt, uh, she has been watching some of her stuff and, and, and whatnot. And she actually was like showing it to me and Mariah on Sunday. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I was like, I, I didn't know exactly who it was, but I was, Mariah said, I think something like, uh, that's, that's the uh, woman that Phil follows like, on Facebook. And then I started kind of putting, I was like, oh, that's the woman there that's going to be on the podcast. So mm-hmm. I, thought, I thought that was really cool. So she is definitely making some waves and, and really good ones from what I can tell. Yeah, she so. is. And, and and what I'm interested to find out too is like how similar, if it was very similar, you know, that uh, the conservative holiness versus like the Pentecostal holiness. Because I think she yeah. comes from the really strict background of it as well. Because they've, you know, like the whole, um, you know, women got to wear the dresses and all that stuff. Yes, yes. 
Yes. So I'm interested to hear so, all that. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be cool to find out. And if anybody's interested in their website, it's I think it's like brianholiness.com. They got a lot of good like articles in there where they really they go deep on topics, and that's what I like. <clears throat> you know, because you just yes. after a while, if you start questioning things, then you're like, all right, well, I need to find out what this actually says in the Bible. And they got a lot of good articles on there that go deep into stuff like that. So Yes, absolutely. That's really cool. I'm gonna yeah, I gotta do some more research myself. Yep. So did you have a did you have a good Christmas and New Year's and all that? Yeah, I did. Yeah, we did. We had a great time. Uh, it got a little bumpy there at the old family Christmas down in Ohio there for a minute, but uh, <laughs> a once Dad once got, got drunk and now it's all over. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that would have probably been more fun. Yeah, <laughs> I can see you uh, in a few years being the dad that gets drunk and ruins Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas, son! <laughs> throwing the Christmas tree out in the yard. <laughs> you having a good Christmas? Did you know this was actually a pagan holiday? Oh, <laughs> dude. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, dude, actually, a fun fact for you. I don't know you <laughs> fun fact for you. I just watched yeah. that movie. The Mall Cop one. Yes, yes. Dude, best I Christmas love movie that ever. Movie. Yeah, dude, that's what I tell Mariah all the time too. It's a great Christmas movie. Yeah, it's like leading up into Christmas. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. It is. It is so, good. But so uh, we were. Um, so anyway. I was watching this thing. It's on YouTube. You can find it. It's called um, like the history of Christmas. Yeah. And so it, it kind of goes down through it. And actually Christmas caroling um, was actually a thing that they, they went and sang, but they went to everyone's homes and they would um, bang on their door and sing to them and beg for a drink from their punch bowl. Oh, and I like the, this uh, tradition guy, much better. Yeah, I did, I did too. And so the guy, the guy, the professor that was on there, he said they would get more drunk with each note that they sang. <laughs> and uh, I, I was dying laughing listening to that. So our church went Christmas caroling, and I said, uh, I, I said, I don't think we'd be doing this if y'all knew what this really was brought up. <laughs> and, oh, we were just kind of loud though. But yeah, so you should yeah, just. Ins Christmas. I insist on following the traditions. Yes. That have been handed we, down we to can't us. Follow, if we can't follow the tradition, then I just don't want to be a part of it. Yeah, I'm just going to go and home actually, and get drunk. <laughs> and actually, a lot of the holiness folks are all about tradition, you know, and yeah, following so we, stuff blindly. So. <laughs> <laughs> so let's just get blind drunk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, hilarious. <laughs> oh, oh, that's funny. Oh, I, I didn't know about that, that is, tradition, though, about it being. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I didn't either till this year. I just thought, man, I want to get in the Christmas spirit. I'd like to learn a bit more about that. So I just typed that in and found that one. And I actually listened to it a couple of times. It's pretty, it's pretty interesting. Do you remember how hostile all of the uh, holiness churches were towards Santa Claus or did yours not really do that? <laughs> Ours didn't really do that too much. Really? Um, yeah. Um, you know, my family actually let me believe in Santa Claus. Like, um, I believed in Santa Claus for quite a well i say quite a while i old enough to i could remember um <laughs> just got your driver's permit <laughs> yeah, i was 17 years old <laughs> so <laughs> well you know it was kind of funny how and i'll try to keep this short but it's a funny story actually i, I told mariah this around christmas time um how i how i ended up not believing in santa claus anymore was there was this mentally retarded kid that would go to my uncle scott's church mm -hmm. and uh 
he would say, um, he said, man, I know Santa Claus. And of course, as a little kid, he's much older than me. And me being a little kid, not realizing that he's mentally retarded until I got older, that I was like, this guy has connections with Santa Claus. <laughs> like, you know, this is awesome. <laughs> so he said, I said, you have, you, you know, Santa? He goes, yep. Talked to him the other day on the phone. I was like, could I get his number? <laughs> he's like, he's like, yeah, sure thing. So I gave him, so he gave me this, this guy's number. Probably some pedophile. But anyway. <laughs> Either that or like one of those one nine hundred uh, sex lines that you say. Hello, this is Santa Claus. <laughs> you call Santa Claus because you've been a very naughty boy. <laughs> naughty, naughty boy. <laughs> oh, so, so anyway, I get this number. And I called the guy, and I told him I wanted a horse and a 12-gauge shotgun. Well, neither one came to the house now. And uh, so, <laughs> so I wasn't too happy about that. And uh, so I kind of realized it was a farce after that, but I thought that was quite humorous. I have often wondered to this day, who did I really call? Because I actually did talk to somebody. Well, that's a good and, question. Uh, yeah, so I've often wondered, like, who in the world did I call? Like, he, he was a, he did, I mean, his voice, like, I remember his voice today, like, it was a, it, it was an older man, a very jolly type sounding, you know, very, very fun and just, you know, nice guy, and um, never, like, asked me anything creepy, like, you know, if I like to hold my weight and whatnot, you know? <laughs> <laughs> the, the answer would have been yes. <laughs> Why was that so funny? I haven't laughed. I haven't laughed that hard all year. <laughs> the answer would have been yes. Oh Jesus! Oh man, I'm sweating like a horse now. Oh boy. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, uh, what was it? Uh, I cannot remember the original name, but the like the original Santa, I can't remember exactly uh, who it was, but they brought in a it was like a like a devilish looking like creature. And um, I can't remember the name of it now. It, it was also on that uh, holiday that uh, history thing. Was that Krampus? Um, it, yes, that might have been what it was. Yes. I, I, I think it was. I think they made a movie about that too. I, I'm not familiar with the story of it, but I've heard I, of it. I'm yet. not a. I, I, they didn't go into great detail about it, but they did mention that, and they like showed a picture. I think of what it looked like, and it did look really weird. And they said that the poem, uh, what was it, the night before Christmas, 1820, was I think was written in 1822 or something like that. That was actually kind of the turning point of of Christmas and like how we view Christmas today. Really? Yes, um, because they actually said, like, say, like, it, it, I'm talking far back, like, back in, like, uh, 1700s, um, there was actually, and even before that, there was, like, two types of Christmases. There was, you had your more religious 
and then you had your uh, then you had people that just actually it was like a big block party that uh, it hence to why they brought in they went caroling but they went drinking it, it was like a big it was a big <laughs> just drunk, imagine really a bunch of rednecks standing on your front lawn singing Toby Keith songs with them. <laughs> yeah. oh, they're just smashed. Oh dude. oh, dude, that would be hilarious. I'd pay money to see that. They said that uh, there was like two types of Christmas, and the founding one of the founding fathers, and I don't even think they said who it was. They were trying to get something passed to where they could do some sort of a Christmas gathering or something in town. And one of the founding fathers said, um, "There's men that do more dishonor to God on one day a year than they do." all 11 months of the year you know what really? I'm saying? like they did wow. yeah display so um so yeah but then but 1822 that poem came out the night before christmas and it actually was like a big turning point of how they view christmas and like you know with a jolly santa you know and, and yeah. you know so on and so forth so i thought that was pretty cool but it anyway, is I, interesting. I got onto that but anyway oh i know what i was saying it was because krampus was like the original and you know i yeah, I need to watch that movie because it wasn't it a didn't they put it was a horror movie right? Came out a few years ago. Yes, I think I do know what you're talking about. Yeah, that would actually be kind of cool to watch. We'll have to watch that sometime. Yeah. Oh, I tell you, That'd one of cool. my one of my favorite Christmas movies these days is Fat Man, where Mel Gibson plays Santa Claus. Oh, dude, that was a great movie. That is that was wonderful. a great movie. Yeah, that was a good movie. Mel he Gibson played is, that part really well. Yes, he did. He's who. I, mean, I love Mel Gibson. I do too. I want to look like him when I grow up. Yeah, there's still a lot of people, man, that they're not they're not big on the whole celebrating Christmas. Well, I say a lot of people. I don't think it's a lot. Like there's some people think it's wrong to have Christmas trees and wrong to celebrate Christmas in general. My said she dated a guy back in high school that she didn't know it at the time, but his family didn't believe in Christmas trees. And uh, said she's always loved Christmas. And she said she actually found this really big tree and she actually stuffed it into her little bedroom. And she said the, the tree was about as big as the bedroom. She said, but I had that tree in there. She said, I had it all decorated up. And uh, she said, his parents came over to visit my parents. She said, and of course, her dad, he was strict, but he, he wasn't that strict. Yeah. And uh, he said, guys, he said, go in there and look at that tree that has decorated in that room. He said, <laughs> it's, he said, that tree is about as big as that room. But man, she really did a good job decorating it. Beautiful. Go look at it. And so she said they walked in there and they go, oh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, she said you could just tell that there was something wrong. Well, then she said I started pressuring her boyfriend. Do your family, does your family not believe in Christmas trees? He said, no, they don't. You know, whatever. And so that, needless to say, that relationship didn't didn't last much longer. Yeah. Well, my, so. Don't want my son dating no heathen. Yeah. <laughs> Having Christmas trees and whatnot. <laughs> I mean, what's next? Gonna be sacrificing <laughs> young children. Yeah. <laughs> Premarital sex. <laughs> Polygamy. Next thing you know, he's gonna be a Mormon. <laughs> oh, dude, this is too funny. This is too funny. Oh, dude, that's crazy. It's good to be back. It's good to be back. It is. I, oh, I enjoy man. this. Thing is, people don't realize, and especially the way that. The podcasts are starting to go lately. This is pretty much what we do when we hang out. Oh my, yes. It's and just, it gets much worse. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes, man. I'm so yeah. glad I'm so glad the microphones haven't been on many, many times during my life. <laughs> oh my goodness, dude. Just let's just say we'll never run for office. That's <laughs> oh, we man. can never do that. Yeah. 
Uh, dude, I I run for office, and you hear me in 2024. I'm running for office. I do not stand with the hillbilly broadcast. <laughs> oh, man. I did not have I did not have relations with hillbilly broadcast. <laughs> oh, then cut to me with just a montage of every time you've said the n word. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, dude. Oh, dude, that would be hilarious. Well, we was just we was just talking on the way home when I was driving home from work. Me and he was on the phone. A lot of people just they they not a fan of dark humor. No, they're not. No, and ours gets pretty dark at times. Yes, uh, there's been certain jokes that we have said that I would never be able to tell anybody else. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they would. They might look at you a little sideways. Well, I think if people oh, could be there too for the grieving process for my immediate immediate family, they would think they oh. just hate whoever they just put in the ground. Oh, dude, we just well, commenced a joke. Dude, I can't remember. I think I came in. Uh, I didn't get in there the night that your dad died. I got in there. I think the next night. And uh, got in kind of late, and of course we're you know we're laughing, joking, we're tired, and and uh, you cracked off with a joke about him, you know, dying or something, and I was like, oh my, <laughs> you know, <laughs> try try not to laugh, but yet it was funny, and I was like, oh my, I feel horrible for laughing, well, you know, and then you're like, yeah. oh man, it's all good, you know, he's like, oh okay, cool, you know, it's like, yeah, man. So, oh, dude, well, yeah, you're you're hundred percent right. Yeah, our grieving process kind of we we look like a bunch of like schizophrenics or something because we'll be like dying laughing, and then sobbing like the next minute, and then next thing you know <laughs> yeah. somebody's cackling laughing again. <laughs> oh, dude, you ain't a kid. I don't like to take life too seriously. I mean, I'm not talking about being like filthy and vulgar and stuff like that. I mean, that's that's different. That's but what I'm talking about is just jokes that people wouldn't normally make. And my dad. Like he would always, I could remember dad was kind of superstitious. And when I say kind of, I am underestimating. (laughs) (laughs) And he would be like, so, you know, when you're a kid, we'd be running around and I'm like, I'd put on like a pair of sunglasses or something be like, look, dad, I'm blind. And he'd be like, you better not do that. You might actually go blind, boy. (laughs) Dude, my family did the same exact thing. Yeah. And, And honestly, to this day, I don't know if it affects you any, but to this day, I'm like, I say something and I get honest, I get kind of nervous. Like I'm like, Oh crap, <laughs> something bad's going to happen. Yeah. Now. There are times that it's like, I hope the jokes that me and you have made over the years do not come true. <laughs> Dude. It, it's true. It's true. <laughs> I can't remember the other day I, I was driving down the road and I saw this really like obese person and I'm just like, and, and they were struggling with something like they're struggling to walk. And I'm like, well maybe, I, and I and literally, I just like kind of said out loud, well, maybe if you lose a few pounds, you know? And I'm like, Oh, oh my goodness. Like, See, like, I'm going to just be this really giant fat when I become, you know, six years old. <laughs> it's like, oh, man. So, oh, man. So, and it makes me really nervous, you know, and stuff. And my grand, my grandparents still say that, man. Like, hey, did you ever cross your eyes when you were a kid? Too? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Be like, oh, my, don't do that. Then we're, they're going to stick together. <laughs> okay. Okay. Acting yeah, like your eyes uh, were made out of magnets or something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, 
quit acting like that. You're probably going to go crippled like your old man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Heard all those jokes. He's like, don't you laugh at us. Some handicapped person now you'll go, you'll go yep. handicapped. You'll go crippled. You'll catch a bad case of it. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like it was some airborne <laughs> virus. <laughs> I should ask, what if I just catch catch a mild case? <laughs> mild case. <laughs> a mild case of the crippled. Oh, that's awful. <laughs> well, and, and we should, I think a lot of people don't realize too is we are not serious anytime we say no off no, the wall we're things. Really not. We're really not. Honestly, if people knew me, I love people. I really do. I care for people. Yeah. And so I I don't mean I don't mean a quarter. <laughs> <laughs> you love people so much you had to register on the list. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, but oh, I think because I like like what they call it self-deprecating humor too. I think like making fun of yourself, you know, just like trading barbs and stuff like that. I think it's been, it's awesome. It's fun. You got to be able to kind of laugh at yourself a little bit. If you don't, you're going to be in trouble. Yeah. I mean, that's just the reality of it is. Yeah, that's true. You got to be, you got to be able to look at yourself and just be like this. I am not a perfect individual. I'm very flawed. I don't do everything right. I don't say everything right. Sometimes I stutter and stammer, you know, you yeah. know what I'm saying, and and I and I laugh about it, and I, I think it's funny, you know, because it's like you know, what, what why take it serious? You know, what's that going to do for me? Right. It makes you look like a fool, right? You know? So you know, speaking of stuff I thought was funny, so I was listening to Nick DiPaolo the other day, and you're familiar with him, right? Yes, yeah. dude, Nick DiPaolo, he cracks me up. So he's, uh, he is quite a bit vulgar, but he has a podcast, and it's basically he covers politics and stuff, and. He's this Italian from Boston. So he's got the really um, aggressive accent. You know, he could tell you to have a nice day and it sounded like he hated your guts. You know, that kind of an accent. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> so I listened to him. <clears throat> Excuse me. I listened to him. And he, he'll go over stuff in the news. So <laughs> and he, he talked about this topic and I knew I had to bring it up. So did you hear about the Pabst Blue Ribbon thing, them getting in trouble on Twitter? Mm, no, I don't think I did hear about any of that. So, you know, Pabst Blue Ribbon beer. Seems yeah. like everybody's got a, a, you know, all these companies have got social media accounts. Actually, Wendy's, Wendy's uh, Twitter account is hilarious. I love how they pick fights with, uh, like, McDonald's and stuff. Are you serious? Oh, yeah. Whoever runs that is oh. brutal, man. So That's funny. I don't know what happened with Pabst Blue Ribbon if they were trying to do something like that. But here's uh, here's the headline. Just clean. Pap Blue Ribbon tweets, then deletes eating ass joke. <laughs> oh, dude. Oh my word. <laughs> and so apparently there's this thing. I've never heard of. They call it like sober January. I've heard of sober October. Oh I've, my! I'm. That's not gonna work for me. <laughs> <laughs> Next story, please. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but so apparently there's I guess this thing about not drinking in January. So of course Paps Blue Ribbon doesn't want people to not drink. I mean yeah. they can't make a profit and have people with healthy livers at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, dry I'm sorry, dry January. They call it. It they call it dry January. Yeah. The, it, this here says the teetotaler movement 
that encourages abstinence from drinking throughout the month. <laughs> so their tweet was <laughs> their tweet. <laughs> Here's what they tweeted out. <laughs> I don't, it doesn't even make sense. It said not drinking this January. <laughs> Try eating. <laughs> what? What? It said not, not drinking this January. Yeah, not drinking try this January? Eating. Question mark. Try eating ass, which does not make any sense at all. Other than other than like they're trying to say like, yeah, if you're not if you're not drinking, okay, I guess it could mean two things. Like if you're not, you know, you don't take a drink. You know, you want to take a drink after eating. I mean, that's the rule of thumb. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I mean, well. I mean, you know, you want to you want to grab something. <laughs> Two, I have found that it's easier to <laughs> if you are drinking some bad blue ribbon. <laughs> uh, what I like, uh, dude. What I like is uh, somebody responded to him on Twitter and said, <laughs> and said PBR or ass. What's the difference? <laughs> <laughs> and to which they responded, "Ask your mom." <laughs> oh, oh shoot. P- uh, Pack Blue Ribbon actually posted that. Yes. Ask your mom. Yes. Oh, dude. Yep. Oh, this came from like insane. their corporate Twitter account. Oh my word! Talk about professionalism. I <laughs> know. <laughs> Oh, dude. So then, of course, the company (laughs) had to go into damage control mode. And so they put out this statement. It said, we apologize about the language and content of our recent tweets. The tweets in question were written in poor judgment (laughs) by one of our associates. In no way does the content of these tweets reflect the values of perhaps that our associates. (laughs) (laughs) We're handling the matter internally. And have removed the tweets from our social platforms. What I can't figure out is like, how did that even, how did that even happen? I mean, you know how marketing people and corporate people, man, they're always like, oh, we can't do this. We'll get us in trouble. Yeah. Yeah. How much you want to bet like the vice president of the company was just drunk off his rear end? <laughs> this will be yeah. funny. <laughs> <laughs> Hacks hack into the uh, Twitter account. Yeah. Oh, oh, my word. That would be hilarious, man. Well, you know how when somebody's drunk, like they think that everything they have to say is profound. So you're probably like, this is the best joke ever. Yeah. <laughs> Indeed, about, it's so true, though. I'm about to get a Netflix comedy special with this one. Oh, Kanan, you uh, want to wind it down, bud? Yeah, we might as well. We've been going for a little bit, man. It's been good being back, though. It's been awesome. It is good. I plan, so uh, it looks like the plan going forward is uh, try to get back to the at least one a week thing. Occasionally, I okay. get bored yeah. and turn it back on. But, uh, <clears throat> oh, I will say this. Why do I keep clearing my throat you know there was this talking about the superstition thing there was this old guy that used to go to a church i went to and he would constantly clear his throat and i used to think that was so funny and now look what i have to do all the time so it's true i've been cursed i am going to be a crippled aren't i (laughs) (laughs) so yeah we'll go back to the once a week thing try to get some more interviews and stuff lined up and if anybody's listening that has a suggestion it don't have to be anybody like famous or anything like that all right that's it you you good canaan yeah i'm good man all right later thank you for listening to the hillbilly broadcast i hope you enjoyed what you heard 
If you didn't and you really want to get us back, go to wherever you listen to this podcast and give us a five-star review. That will drive me personally insane with anger. If you'd like to send us a voice message, you can go to anchor.fm slash Sparks, where you can also become a supporter of the show if that's something that you're into. If you would like to send us an email, you can send that to hillbillybroadcast at aol.com. That's right. We may or may not still be stuck in the early 2000s. You can also find Hillbilly Broadcast on Facebook, and I am on Twitter at ThePhilSparks. Again, thank you for listening. I love you. The good Lord loves you. And we'll see you next time.